hello and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How the hell are you guys? Happy Monday. It's December, which I am simply obsessed with. This is my favorite month. It's Sag season. It's my birthday soon. It's Christmas. I get to see my family. I get to see my friends. I love December. It is such a fun month for lots of reasons. And it's also the closing of the year. And I am so sad, you guys, (laughs) to see this year go. It has been so hard and wild and crazy, as I know it has for all of us, but it has also been just one of the most beautiful years of my life. So I'm really sad to kind of see it go, which is weird. Um, I always feel weird mourning the passage of time because time doesn't even exist. So I don't know why I'm so sad to see this year go, but I am. It's been a really beautiful chapter, so I'm really excited to see what the next year is like. But happy December. Happy end of the year. Happy last 12th of 2021. Um, I know... I'm excited to also see aspects of this year go, as I'm sure you guys are too. So it's going to be a fun 2022. I'm excited to see what happens. And yeah, so a few matters of business. Um, First, it is my birthday soon, which I'm so excited. And so we are celebrating with a discount, which you guys get early access to. My birthday is on Friday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, it's not yet. Um, And technically, the sale is only this weekend because my birthday is on Friday. We're going to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But as always, you guys on the podcast get early access. So you can use code birthday for 26 Yes, I'm 26. 26% off all Eden Strader education all week. The sale ends Sunday night. So if you've been eyeing anything, you want to add anything to your Christmas list, now is the time. Use code birthday for 26% off. Okay, now that that's out of the way. Um, what's working and what's not. So we were going to do a big episode today on planning out your whole year. And I think we'll do that next week. But there has just been a topic weighing really heavy on my mind. So we're going to do that today. But in terms of planning out the whole year, that is one thing that's working really well right now is I'm just trying to get this whole month is me prepping for 2022. I want everything to be really laid out. And so we've been planning out the year, what needs to be done, what needs to be organized, workflows, um, funnels, like all of the things. It's been really chaotic. We have a Pinterest freebie coming out for you guys soon. So we've been working really hard on that. Um, And that's one thing that's also been working really well lately is I'm kind of taking a step back from Instagram. I'm handing it over to my assistant more and more um, and focusing a little bit more on other platforms that have more longevity, kind of like we talked about in the last episode. Um, like Pinterest. So Pinterest is one that we're going to be targeting pretty hard right now um, because Instagram's great, but nah, it's not that great. So um, it's not very, what is, what is, what would be the term of longevity? Longevityful? That's longeful? No, I'm literally just making up words. What would be the word there? It doesn't have a lot of longevity. I don't know. Okay, we're spending way too much time on this, Eden. Let's go. Um, But anyway, we're still using Instagram. Instagram is great, but there are platforms that have more longevity and so we're starting to focus on those a little bit more which I'm really really excited about we also have some guests coming up on the podcast soon which I'm so excited to have um, guests back on the podcast it's obviously been a longish time since we've had guests on here and so I'm really excited to have them back we have some amazing guests coming up for you guys soon so uh, stay tuned for that and if there are any guests that you think would be a great fit for the podcast as always feel free to send them in slash if you want to be on the podcast and you have something that you think that you can bring to the table for the that's my personal business fam please feel free to send us an email anytime and we can chat about having you on the podcast so that is everything but as the year comes to an end you guys and 
I think more and more about how I want my business to change and what I want to do. Um, I just wrapped up my last wedding, which was <laughs> honestly really emotional. Um, I'm going to be honest. This is something that I didn't really ever want to disclose because I would never want my couples to feel weird about it. But now that this chapter of my career is over, I feel a little bit more comfortable sharing it. But honestly, guys, shooting weddings <laughs> after getting a divorce has been so hard, <laughs> so much harder than I have ever let on to really like anyone, but especially in the public like works matter. Um, but it has been really hard. It's been really, really emotional and really hard and heartbreaking. And it was such a weird dynamic to shoot something that both like gave me so much hope, but also was just a reminder of like everything I lost and thought I would have. And so it was really emotional and honestly really hard to shoot weddings the last couple year and years. And so when the pandemic hit and a lot of my weddings got moved or canceled, um, it almost was like a relief, like not for those couples. Obviously, that was heartbreaking. I would have rather they not have to reschedule. Um, but there was a part of me that was like, OK, like maybe I can take this time to heal a little bit more before I have to like face this head on. Um, and so as I shot the rest of my weddings, it was hard, but OK. But for some reason, the last couple weddings I shot and I'm sure it's because I had also just gotten out of a breakup. Um, it was really emotional and really hard. And so um it's been really bittersweet to see this chapter close because wedding photography has been such a huge part of my life for six years and I loved it so much that it felt really weird to have it be hard and like emotionally hard um and I hope that this can also just be a reminder to you that like shooting weddings and shooting destination weddings and really any job that anyone has is not glamorous all the time like I was posting about traveling the world and like doing all of these fun things and then <laughs> crying in my car the entire drive home like it, it's not always glamorous and just know that everyone's got their things that they're going through um but that kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk to you guys about today which is just the concept of fear because there have been a lot of things going on lately where I've had to make decisions or I've done things that have taken a lot of fear to overcome. And like, honestly, leaving weddings was one of them. It would have been so comfortable to stay shooting weddings forever because one, despite how hard they've been the last couple of years, I do love weddings. They're such a beautiful thing to be a part of. I have the sweetest couples. It is such an emotional honor to like be such an intimate part of someone's day and capture that and preserve that for a lifetime and honestly I wouldn't be surprised if I do end up doing weddings again one day um it's just not for me right now um but that's what I've been doing for six years and so it was really scary to be like okay no we're like meant for a different path right now we're meant for something else and we've got to close this out and saying no to weddings and closing my books was really really scary and so and the move out here was really really scary and so it's kind of gotten me reflecting lately on this concept of fear versus mediocrity but also like cookie cutter like what we should I don't even know what the word would be for it but just quote unquote like what we should be doing um, because there have been so many times in my life where there was something I should be doing or something I could be doing that would be easier right like I for so long lived in from an outside perspective because this cookie cutter life like I was a wife I had the job I had the career I was working all the time and I stayed doing all of those things because it was easy to 
easy in some ways. Um, but like from an outside perspective, it was just easier to do what I quote unquote should be doing, which is just being a wife and working and going to church and doing all of those things. And there was, there's been so many times over the years where I've had to take a look at my life and be like, actually, I'm miserable. <laughs> like, I have never been more miserable than when I was doing what I quote unquote should be doing. Like, when I followed just the rules of society or like the culture or whatever that was like, hey, this is what you should be doing. I was never more miserable than I was during those times. And so I think back on, you know, starting from the beginning, me being like, I need to get a divorce. That was terrifying. I literally cannot even put into words how terrifying that was. My parents are divorced. I literally was so dead set on never being divorced. Like I, that was the last thing I wanted. I mean, it's the last thing anyone wants, right? But like I was so dead set on not getting divorced. And so when I decided that it was time for that, that was really scary. And there are these moments where we have to decide if the possibility of potential like if just potential is worth getting out of a situation that is making us miserable and I feel like that's how I made that decision as I was like I literally cannot keep doing this so I have to do something different and where I kind of want to touch on today though is that sometimes we'll make big steps and we'll overcome fear but then we'll be faced with more and more of it and we have to kind of keep that momentum going because I look back and I'm like oh my gosh like what would have happened if I got didn't get divorced that's a horrible picture to think of but then I keep going and I'm like okay well then right after I got divorced I was living in a house I had bought that house less than a year prior which if you have ever bought a house you know that you are not supposed to sell it quickly you are supposed to live in it for I believe it's about two years um, and so the idea of selling my house when I had lived in it for like 10 or 11 months was just horrific. And I remember being like, you know what, maybe I should just stay here. I should rent out the house. And like that feels safer to me. And for a long time, I talked about doing that. Like I was like, no, it's just like too much. That's so scary to like get a divorce and then move. Like, where am I even going to go? Like, what am I going to do? Like, I should just stay here in this house and like rent it out um, and like have roommates or something. And I look back on that, you guys, if I had let my life, like I had overcome one big fear, but if I had just stopped there, I'd be living in Bountiful, Utah right now. What? Just the thought of me living in Bountiful, Utah still right now is so weird. So, so weird. But that was such a big fear. And so sometimes we think when we make these big decisions that like we just need to make one and then that'll catapult us when in reality it is repeatedly overcoming fear and thinking of the potential of what can come if you do so. And so if you're faced with a really big decision right now, I want you to know that you are capable of overcoming that fear and thinking of the potential like I don't want you to think of everything that could go wrong right because a million things can go wrong but think of everything that could go right and I think that this is such an important lesson to take into the new year as we try new things is to be like okay I'm not fulfilled in this area of my life and it might be really scary to change it but how can I change it? How can I get happier? How can I improve the quality of my life? And just take baby steps, but to keep the momentum going. Because if I had just stopped after the divorce, I would be living in Bountiful, Utah right now, which I, again, cannot even wrap my brain around. Like that is such a weird concept to me. I literally wouldn't have any of my like best friends 
all almost all except for Abby of like my best best friends I made in California over this last year I had never even been to Los Angeles I had been there once for work and I'd like gone in and out in one day I literally went to look for apartments found one applied moved out to a city that I had no connection with had never even been to and if I hadn't done all of that I would have never met my best friends. I would have never been in the relationship that I was in and learned so many lessons from. I would have never shared that chapter with so many beautiful people and experiences. Like all of that would be gone. It would literally be non-existent and I would be sitting in my home in Utah, which I literally cannot wrap my brain around. And I didn't even think of all of that as a possibility when I was making those decisions. But I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to settle. Like staying in that house in Bountiful, Utah was me settling because I was worried about the change. I was worried about being uncomfortable. I was worried about what a big pivot that would be. And you know what? That was the best big pivot I ever made. And it was the same thing moving out to New York City. It would have been so easy. And I talked about forever just finding another lease in California. Like I was like, it just sounds terrifying to move alone across the country to this city of my dreams and I literally remember talking to my friends and being like I'm almost more scared of like what could go right at this point like I'm so nervous about what could happen because it's so unknown and that's really where it comes back to how our brains just God, they love being comfy. They love being comfy. Like I felt so energetically called to move here to New York City. And even then I was so scared. Like I was just so terrified. And I can't imagine if I hadn't moved out here. I've only been out here for a month and I literally cannot imagine being anywhere else. That's so weird to me. And so when you have these decisions or maybe you don't even have the decisions yet, like maybe you're not even at that point yet. Maybe right now you just don't feel fulfilled by certain aspects of your life or you don't feel good or you feel honestly miserable because that happens sometimes too. I want you to look at it and be like, okay, is it scary to change this? Yes, but what could go right? Like what could be waiting for me on the other side of making this big, scary decision? And is that worth the risk to me? Because I bet it is. I bet it will be. And there's something to be said about just putting your whole back into something and being like, okay, you know what? I just trust that it's going to work out. And one of the things that I do when I'm making these big decisions, I think we might've talked about it on a podcast episode before, is so that I don't get overwhelmed. I'll just focus on the step ahead so when I got in divorce I was like okay we need to get this finalized blah 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 I didn't get that finalized for a long time but I at least got the paperwork sent in and all of that stuff and then I remember being like okay the house the house needs to be fixed up in order to be sold so instead of thinking about selling it let's just get it fixed let's get those things fixed that need to be fixed and then once that was done then we'd be like okay now let's get it on the market okay now that it's on the market and like we just kept focusing on the next step and that's how you get through these big decisions because it is scary it's fucking terrifying you guys to completely change your life around especially if you're making a big pivot it is terrifying and I'm not gonna like blow smoke up your butt and tell you it's not it is but you're capable of doing that and once you start doing it you'll start trusting yourself more like every time I make a big scary decision it gets easier to make it doesn't get less scary but I just trust 
trust myself more. And it kind of has gotten to the point where if something terrifies me in a way of like, oh my God, like, yeah, this is so huge. Like what could go wrong, but also what could go right? I want to follow that fear. I want to follow the fear of the unknown and just trust that the universe is going to give me everything that I want out of this because honestly, it has every time. And that doesn't mean it's been easy. It doesn't mean it's been magical at all times. Sometimes I get everything I want in the form of a lesson, which is exhausting. Sometimes we're done getting lessons, but sometimes that's how it goes too, right? Like sometimes that's how it has to happen. And you get to look back on all of these things on the other side and think of how worth it they were. And so start making these little baby decisions and overcoming the fear in small and simple ways so that you can start building towards this dream life. Because the thing is, you guys, is if you want to overcome mediocrity, if you're done feeling like you're just doing the same thing every day, you're just done feeling unfulfilled, you're done feeling like the cookie cutter, if you're wanting the actual dream life, it will not come without fear because there is going to be a lot of change that takes place. You cannot, right? That's like the definition of insanity. You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And so if right now you're not feeling fulfilled and you want this dream life, you have to understand that it's going to be very, very uncomfortable, but that it is worth it and that you are capable of overcoming that discomfort and that fear in order to make those things happen. And I want you to have that trust in yourself so badly, you guys, because as we start a new year, there is no better time for you to take a hard look at your life and think of where you're settling and then decide that you're going to change it no matter how uncomfortable it makes you. We only have one life, you guys, and I know I talk about this so often, but the fear and the discomfort is so worth building a life that lights you up and you are so deserving of that life. Okay, you are so deserved going like and here's the thing, too. I'm going to add this as a little caveat. It does not matter what it looks like to other people as long as you personally are happy. Any problem they have with you pursuing happiness and pursuing your dream life is a projection of their own things. In fact, it's probably that they're upset and jealous that they don't do the same thing for themselves because everyone just sees in other people what they don't like in themselves. That's the reality of the situation. Everyone's just projecting. So don't stay in situations you shouldn't just because other people think you should. That is a waste of your life. That is you living for other people. And I promise you, they're not living for you. So start living for yourself and really taking a cold, hard look at what is not fulfilling you and think about how you can change it and how you can start pursuing this bigger, better, beautiful life that you are so, so deserving of. And I promise that as you start doing these things, just baby step by baby step, you'll start trusting yourself more and it will become easier and easier. It, um, I actually was talking with someone the other day, um, about how I kind of, one of the struggles that I have right now is I don't have a lot of long-term goals. Like I have a really hard time picturing what my future is going to look like. And I've done a lot of work in therapy on one, the fact that yes, I'm in my twenties. I think that's pretty normal, but two, it is a little bit of a trauma thing that I just, I have a really hard time picturing longevity and um it's like a ptsd symptom called i literally can't remember what it's called but if i find the article i'll link it for you guys but it's basically just that like i literally can't picture any sort of future like 
every day feels like my last day for some reason. So anyway, I was talking about how I was like, I don't know, it does stress me out that like I don't really know what I want to do with my life, whatever. And they were like, oh, well, like, are you nervous that like you're going to lose everything or like what? And I was like, honestly, no, (laughs) I have already lost everything. Like I and I mean, knock on wood, right? Things can always be worse. It's not like the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone happened to me. But I'm like, I have been at rock bottom. I know what it's like to I'm like, I got a divorce. I had my entire bank account swept by my ex. I remember having zero dollars or no, a hundred dollars in my savings account. I was like having to sell my house. I was losing a pet. I was like, I was in shambles. I remember taking that stress test where you like total up points based on like situations that were happening to you. And I was in the hospitalization level. Like I, <laughs> I remember taking it and being like, oh my God. Okay. Um, but I know what it's like to literally just be at rock bottom. And I've pulled myself out of it every single time. And so I'm not scared of losing everything. And that has come by choosing to overcome fear again and again and again. It's not that scary to me anymore because I'm like, you know what? I've already lost everything. And if I have to lose everything again, I know I would come back from it. I know I would because I've done it before and I'll do it again. And so you have to start taking these baby steps to one, start working towards more happiness, but two, to start trusting yourself and to show yourself, hey, we are capable of overcoming this fear. We've done it before. We'll do it again. So start doing it in little baby ways because then you can start doing it in big ways too. And your brain will be like, oh my gosh, yes, this is terrifying, but we trust her. She's done it before. Why wouldn't we do it now? We've done it before. We'll do it again now. Okay. So I want you guys to think of something you can do today or this week. I'll give you this week that you can do to just overcome a little bit of fear. Maybe it's something that has been weighing on you. Maybe it's something that you need to do but haven't done yet and you just keep putting it off. But I want you to take a look at your life and be like, where do I feel like I'm selling right now? Where do I feel like it's kind of mediocre, lackluster, or non-fulfilling? And what can I do to change that today? What can I do to pivot? What can I do to adjust? What can I do to make this more fulfilling and to overcome some fear into making this the best situation possible? And I want you to do it. And if you do, please send me a note because I love hearing from you guys when you take action off the podcast. It literally makes me cry every time. Um, I just love you guys. I'm so grateful to have you here. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. It really is one of my favorite aspects of this business. And I'm just so happy to hear that it resonates with you guys. So thank you for being here. We'll wrap it up here. Um, If you haven't yet, please leave us a review. It means the world. So many more of you listen to this than there are reviews. So I would appreciate it so much if you go leave a review. It helps us with grow the podcast, bring on amazing guests, all of that good stuff. And then just as a reminder, all week as we head into birthday celebrations, you can use code birthday for 26% off all Eden Strader education. And next time we will be talking about planning out your year, content planning, getting you set up for 2022. All right, you guys, I love you. I mean it. And I will see you next time. Bye.